0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Smash and Grab Comics. This is the self-proclaimed king of comics, Tyler. Sitting with me is the new bearded boy slash pretty boy of comics. Man, I'm just, like, adding up titles. This is JP. Yeah. It's JP, baby. That's JP. Um, I'm You got both because I, again, changed up my facial profile. Yeah, now you're the
1: goatee of comics.
0: Yeah. It's, I, got, I got I got the- I it, think it
1: looks mature on you. Yeah. It's, I think it looks good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I just needed a, a change of something, but I can't go- Fully naked. I can't go raw dog with the with my face.
1: (laughs) Can't go raw dog with the face. (laughs) I'm not even gonna touch that one.
0: Oh shit! But yes,
1: welcome to Smash and Grab Comics. Yeah, Uh, it was a great week of books. There's a lot to talk about. A lot of cool stuff. I
0: didn't even get books till today, and uh, I've read um, quite a few of them in the last hour. Um, and yeah there is way more than I was anticipating so it's me too awesome. I thought
1: it was I thought it was just gonna be another week of us having to fill in for a few things but uh, we have a lot to talk about we have um, a fan from New York right uh, yeah yeah Vernon from New York messaged us and let us know that he's a fan of the show and he listens to us and um, he appreciates what we do and uh, he's a religious listener now so I think Vernon, you say he
0: was a religious person and i'm going no well are you sure he wants to listen to this show <laughs> he we the, are his religion now oh you know what if smash and grab would be a religion that would be awesome you know i i've always wanted to be a cult leader in church uh, of s and g yeah the church of s
1: and g Oh. I, don't, even know well, what I is. don't know what's my happening. Latin is good. What happened? My Latin
0: needs some work. God, I got a really bad <laughs> itch on my back.
1: Oh, man. Oh, hold on. Oh, that's better. Okay. You're like a bear rubbing yourself on that chair. You
0: know, if I were, someone told me that if I were gay, I would be a bear <laughs> in the gay community. No, you wouldn't. Right you now, you're not large enough. I'm not.
1: No. I used to be.
0: I used to be like 240. I'm down to like 220. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, you need to be larger. A bear um, is like a bull, yeah. bull really guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not a. It's portly. It's fine. What are what are some of the other, um, I don't types know. of I gay don't, guys? I don't know. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know. I might be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> then you should know. <laughs> I don't. I don't I'm, know. <laughs> okay. Now that we've alienated our homosexual community.
1: Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, That's all Tyler's fault. Don't blame me. No, I'm I'm a bear. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> More like a cub. A cub. But uh, no, I wanted to talk about Vernon uh, and his message. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much for all the love. We appreciate it, and we're going to continue to do what we do. And um, one thing he brought up Vernon was- has
0: been out there uh, on the interwebs uh, posting stuff for Smash and Grab Comics. And um, yeah, if. Uh, anybody else wants to send us some fan mail,
1: we would love it. Did you just break my mic stand? No, I just moved them. I'm just kidding. I'm holding it like a spear. It's the spear of destiny. Just go dead quiet. I don't know what's happening with this week's show. This is messed up. Okay, I think I've obviously had a long day of work. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like really zoned. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. But Um, no, um, uh, we thanked him many times. Thanks again, Vernon. he did bring up a piece of news for us, though. uh Conan the Barbarian seems to be joining. Or sad? It's not sad. I get it. Uh, Conan the Barbarian seems to be uh, helming his own team of Savage Avengers. Yeah, and it looks like from the photo we've got Venom and Punisher and Elektra and I don't know who that guy is and Conan yeah Um, I knew this was going to happen I knew this was fun Uh, he was definitely wanted to hear my opinion on it because he knows I'm very very Conan purist Uh, but Marvel owns the character now so I, which is sad because they don't own Red Sonja, and so Red Sonja is still being put
0: out by... Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, and, which she had a new series. Which is crazy because they're from the same world. The
1: Hyborian Age. So
0: doesn't that seem strange to you? That no. a, a, only a one character was purchased back by Marvel?
1: No. But not... It makes sense for now. I mean... Yeah. Maybe they just didn't. Maybe they. Maybe Dynamite wanted Red uh, too much for Red Sonia, or or uh, I think um, b- 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 uh, yeah. Dark Horse owned Conan before, right? And maybe Dynamite wanted to hold on to it and just said, "No, we're not going to sell." You know what okay. I mean? Could be. But um, I knew this was coming. The only thing I will have to really say about it is, as long as this does not affect the regular Conan storyline, as long as I don't see Captain America jump into Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they want to feature Conan the Barbarian in other stuff that's not yeah. the regular series, by all means. You own the character. I don't care what you do with it. I it's, think I heard though
0: that, that, that he is um that the Avengers are going to Conan's world.
1: They are, but they're doing it in this Avengers No Road Home thing. Yeah. it's not going to be it's not going to be in the regular title. It's, and as far as I know, it's never going to affect the regular Conan storyline. And, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, and it shouldn't. And it shouldn't. If they do that, I would, I would, yeah, I'd be appalled. I'd, well, that's I, it's not hope, the way to go. I like what they're doing
0: with the Batman Who Laughs, um, right? Where, yeah, it's, they've established the multiverse again. Yes. And so they can write these Batman stories out of continuity yes. and still have it be in continuity. Right. And, um, yeah, hopefully Marvel can come up with something similar because, to me, Conan does not belong in the. We've talked about this for like three episodes in a row. Yeah, I know. He does not belong in the um, ongoing Marvel universe.
1: No, and the Avengers don't belong in his world. So no, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm it's a big, so strange. To big me. proponent of that, and I'm. Like I said, I don't care if there's, like, a Savage Avengers thing. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God, you dirty man. That had some Oh,
0: that had some push. I'll bet you feel a lot better. Ooh. You feel better? A little bit. <laughs> I could probably do it again,
1: uh, but I won't, oh God. All right. Anyway, um, no, they're going to do Savage Avengers. They're going to do Avengers whatever with Conan. I don't care. That's fine. But as long as it doesn't affect the core storyline of just Conan the Barbarian, that book. Yep. I don't want Captain America in it. I don't want Hulk in it. I don't want anybody in it. Like, I don't, it doesn't need it. It's not wanted. Right. And it doesn't make sense. So, no, it doesn't at all. Um, How was Savage Sword? Savage Sword was a nice little palate cleanser until another Conan comes out, but it wasn't up to the same par as Barbarian. It, it's not as good it as was good, the, the but it, main series. But when you set the bar so high, right. it's hard to jump it. Yep. So that will be a book that if you can't wait for the next issue of Conan the Barbarian, pick up Savage Sword in the meantime to appease that yeah, Conan. So thing. where's
0: this story going? I mean, cuz the right now in the main Conan title, it's basically all the events of his life that lead towards his death. Yeah. Um is this just another story of his youth or uh,
1: yeah, this is going to be kind of the the side quests, nice. the misadventures. Okay. Um, in the in the savage sword issue uh, he starts off on the sea on a boat and the boat gets wrecked and he's like shipwrecked out at sea and then he gets picked up by another boat which is a slave trading boat right and then he gets put into the slave you know underbelly of this boat and then I'm gonna say boat a lot in this uh, yeah for the next like two minutes yeah. uh, and then he figures out a way out and then he kills the boat master who turns ah. out to be a snake man look out Son of a bitch! Yeah, God, it's those cold in here. Sne- I know those sneaky, sneaky snake men. Uh, so he kills that, and then he he finds a chest. Yeah, and and uh, I love the the narrative in Conan is always great because it's like Conan the Conan is never one to pass on an opulent chest. <laughs> you know what I mean? opulent chest, because it's all adorned and stuff. So he grabs it and he hops off the boat, swims to shore, and then opens it. Nothing but sand is inside. Right. But he anyway, as he pours out the sand, he gets this vision of like. A map. Okay. So now he's going to go quest to figure cool. out what is at the end of this map that hit that, that his is in his mind. Yeah, it was like a, th- a third eye opening thing. Okay. It's a magical thing. So it's it's very D and D. It's very mystic, yeah. it, You know, it's very Conan. You know. Cool. But uh, like I said, it it's going to be something that I don't think is going to be a barn burner book or a, Berk, a book book mm-hmm. that you're like, oh my god. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's just going to be one of those books to grab while you're waiting for the next issue of Regular Conan the Barbarian. I think-
0: with Marvel getting the rights back to it, they are going to overload
1: people with Conan stuff, and people are going to get sick of it. You, I mean, I feel that what you're saying, but me as a fan of what they're of their regular Conan series, right. as long as I'm just reading that, I won't get overloaded. I, yep. I've I've segmented myself yep. to what I know, what I like. Yep. Yep. If I if I was a huge fan of like. Conan being in the Avengers, I'd be like, all over the Avengers stuff, like, let's do it. But exactly. I'm like, meh, you know, I'll probably read it just to check it out. Right. But does it really matter to me? No. No. The The Barbarian is what matters to me. That's it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anywho, so. Anywho. There's what's going on in comic news right now. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Leroy. I'm just kidding. What's Leroy. his name? Leroy. I'm sorry. Vernon. Vern. 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 I don't know. I just made up a name because it escaped my mind. Well, he's been listening second. to the show
1: for a while, so he knows that you're really bad with names. So. I know. It's not, I, it's not even going to be offensive.
0: It's, to not even, it's not even you, Vern. It is just me. It's just Tyler. I don't, we don't even know if he likes to be called Vern. He may be upset right now. <laughs> well, he's yeah, like, <laughs> mother. <laughs> Dude, that's what my mom called me. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, anyway, let's see. What else to do? Gideon Falls kicked ass.
1: Yeah. I mean, t- uh, when does it not, though? I mean, the it's so good. The
0: priest and... Norton both went into the Black Barn from their respective places. The priest um, in Gideon Falls, Norton in New York City. While there, they met kind of a dark demon that was the original Edward, or not Edward Norton, Norton Sinclair. I was going to say Edward Norton. Ed Ed Norton. Turns out
1: that. He's Tyler Durden. (laughs) Tyler Durden.
0: (laughs) That's me. Uh, Turns out that um, the Norton that we've been reading about. Is really the missing brother From Gideon Falls
1: Daniel As far as we know it hasn't been like Confirmed it's just the theory And uh, this book really really I think the big showcase in issue 11 Here of Gideon Falls was the art uh-huh. Like how it, it was
0: so crazy. You know what it reminded me of is when we read uh Batman um, Court of Owls. Yeah. When Bruce he's was in the maze was, and he's yeah, he going crazy. in the crazy. maze and he was like drinking that um poisoned water and you yeah. had to like flip the book yep. around. And it reminds me a lot of that um, kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and there was that moment in the middle where that two-page spread with that guy with the smile was like, oh, it's terrifying. In in this book, yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying.
0: Right, because um the Norton Sinclair in here created this basically this machine that can um connect worlds if you will i i, I don't know we How don't would you know
1: honestly we have no idea what the hell's going on well
0: but it i mean because norton says it's it's everything when they ask what is it and yeah and, and then on the next two-page spread of the old man norton he's spreading his arms and there are snapshots from lots of different locations and Events and things going like, on.
1: It's all very subversive. They live kind of things. Secret messages of yes. Gideon Falls was watching, and yep. this world is is self aware of everything around it. Yep, it's nuts, man. And this anyway, book so is then, insane.
0: So basically, when they come out of it, uh, the young Norton slash possibly Daniel, um, possibly. and the priest they switch spots. Yep, the priest comes out in New York City with um, Angie, and Norton comes out in Gideon Falls with the cop. His, possibly his sister.
1: Yeah, but man, it, the art in this one was like told the whole story. Like, yes, like, it was. A very little dialogue, but but, it, it was, but you didn't need it. No, and I love this next page. Yeah. This next page is all blank. It
0: is completely
1: white. So cool. I thought
0: that was the end of the story because it really? the next two. Uh, there's a double page spread. Okay, picture this. Completely white. There's nothing on it. No words. No pictures. No no. anything. nothing. And so when you turn to that, you just get this this feeling that everything's been erased. Yeah. And then you flip back, and uh, we see Norton on his back uh, outside of Gideon Falls, where the priest went to hunt down the Black Barn in the previous issues, and the cop, who could be his sister, is there, and she thinks it's Daniel.
1: Yeah, I mean, all bets say that he is Daniel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is, but... It's hard to say for certain with this book because, right. you know, that's what this book is all about. Just crazy twists and turns Yeah. And nuts. So if you're not reading
0: Gideon Falls by you Jeff Lemire... You should be. You should be. Uh, Gideon Falls, number 11, uh, Image Comics. I'm pretty sure the first trade's out. Yes, um, it is. Second one will be coming out shortly, I'm sure, because this is the Yeah, they're almost on. at issue 12, so... Yeah, yep. it is so good. <clears throat> um, if you haven't been reading this what the hell's the matter with you
1: <laughs> exactly you need to re acquaint yourself with re- life
0: Reexamine examine uh, what you're doing with your life yeah
1: because okay? it is good yep even if you're
0: you. not a Jeff Lemire fan which um, you know he is hit or miss whether not everything is for everybody right I have another uh, Jeff Lemire series here quantum age that you know you don't really like it's it's more of the quirky Jeff Lemire stuff his superhero stuff
1: yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't need that.
0: Yeah, which is crazy that he can write something like that and yeah. switch gears and write something like
1: Gideon, Gideon Falls, Falls, Falls so which is profound. pure horror, yeah. pure it's sci-fi. Crazy, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Very, very nuts. Yeah. What else did you read? Um, pretty much read most of the stuff in your pile. Uh, Oblivion Song. I read Batman Who Laughs. Um, we'll talk about Batman Who Laughs though to talk about the DC side of stuff. Right. Yep. Um, this six issue miniseries has been. Pretty dang good so far. It's got a Highlander-esque quality to it Mm because it's, you know, this evil version of Batman going to multiple different Gothams and different dimensions, killing Bruce Wayne's and, you know, making sure there's only one left.
0: Yeah, him. The Batman left. That's it. Um,
1: He's the one who wins in the end.
0: So he's got this crazy um, mask where if you haven't seen what he looks like, so it's Batman that's been infected with the Joker toxin and- He's got a mask that it's like a visor over his eyes and it's made of spikes. Yep. And in this one scene, he headbutts a guy, one spike right through the guy's face. Right through the, right
1: through the, a Bruce Wayne through the eyeball. Yeah. A different Bruce Wayne. Yeah. From a different dimension. It is crazy and it's gross and it's
0: awesome. And this is what DC should be doing. Um, The reason we're covering it is because it's dark DC, it's gritty, it's horror. I mean, DC made a statement
1: about the year 2019 and they said the 2019 is going to be the year of the villain. And nice. That, and and then, I mean, this book proves it. I mean, with moving forward with this character, and then we'll see what they have in store for uh, later on. But um, well, Grim Knight is going to get a, a short series now, too. The Grim Knight so, in here is cool. Yeah, he's pretty sweet. Um, he's like Punisher, if, so if Batman and Punisher were. Linking it back together. to The
0: Court of Owls, uh, this is also written by Scott Snyder. Yep. Um, he just seems to, when he gets his hands on Batman stuff, he just seems to just turn it all upside down.
1: He's awesome at it because he, really, he loves it.
0: Inside here, there's an ad for um, collected editions of the Killing Joke and um, the Court of Owls, and then there's the the Harley Quinn one. I can't think of what it's called, but um, and you just I just kind of realized that that Court of Owls thing is gonna be, you know, one of those touchstones in the Batman universe, like Year One, like um, the the uh, Return of the Dark Knight, and. Yep.
1: Yep, Dark Knight Returns. So, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, um,
0: and so, the Court of Owls thing, when it came out, I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." And then looking back on it now, going, "That was really awesome."
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. And Court of Owls was one of those ones within the past about five years. Is that that class, five was like longer, but five ten years. Yeah, in the last decade. Yeah, um, that really made a mark in the Batman world. Right. So and I think this this character is going to as well. This Batman Who Last character seems to be doing that as well. He's just different and cool, and there's something about him. It's like his look is really nice and iconic because he he's a perfect mesh of horror and Batman. Cause he, he looks like the Joker, he looks like a Cenobite Batman. Like yep. if 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 Batman was in the Hellraiser universe, that's what he right. looks like. Yes, yes, he yep. would. He's leather-bound and spikes and chains. he's
0: recruited the Grim Knight to help him on his mission, and the Grim Knight kidnaps James Gordon, and they think he's after James Gordon Jr., who, if you don't know your Batman history, uh, Jimmy Jr. is a recovering uh, serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Um, He's (laughs) He's a psychopath, and he's on some new meds, and he's got a job, and he's got
1: a... He's got a plan that he has to stick to. Which was all kind of starting to work. Yeah. He and, was forgetting and, his old ways.
0: Yeah. And so, but now Batman in this universe, the, the the main Batman and Gordon have recruited young James to kind of put on his old thinking caps and think the way he used to think to help them catch. How would you murder the city? How would you murder the whole in city, yeah. you know, how would you murder the city? I need your help. I'm please. kind of disappointed that it is through the water. I mean, we saw this, <laughs> we saw this in. But that's the best way, Va- man. Begins. It's
1: the best. But they were trying to evaporate the water, which also makes no sense because your body is what ninety six point something percent water. Right. So when you flip that thing on, when you, you flip would, that, through, you would explode.
0: Yeah, it's a little plot hole there, but
1: <laughs> you would explode. Uh-huh. So if it can evaporate, if it can vaporize water in a steel pipe. Yeah, uh, your body is no match for that. Thing. It's true. That's so true. That whole movie is debunked by that right there. That's true. <laughs> but, well, yeah. But so, I'm
0: kind of I don't know. It's a plot device that I think they could have done a little better with coming up with something and how
1: the Batman who laughs is going to murder the whole city. Well, uh, that's the way that that's the way that Bruce Wayne thinks it's going to happen. Right. That that is just his goal. Yep. You know what he thinks, you know what I mean? And that's the twisted thing about this this uh, Batman who laughs is you have no idea what he's going to do. No. And he knows exactly what Batman's going to do because he is Batman.
0: Well, and he's already um poisoned this universe's Batman and at the end of the book we see that he's starting to turn.
1: Yeah, he's starting to turn into him.
0: Turn turn into another version of the Batman
1: who laughs, which I think is going to be the end game is the only way to fight the Batman who laughs is with the Batman who become, laughs.
0: So he's going to have to become him, but yet retain his Bruce Wayne brain and not succumb to the Joker toxin.
1: Or that's going to be the big twist at the end of the story, that yeah. that is how the Batman who laughs got created, is he created himself. Yeah. That could be... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, this could be him. It's an infinite loop.
0: Yeah, it could be the same The same Bruce Wayne coming
1: back you know, to make sure that he creates the Batman laughs. It's yeah, nuts. I mean, that's I, it's so close. Cool. Scott Snyder, man, he's so good at weaving yeah. storylines. Yeah, I just wish that the pick this the shit up so good
0: stuff would have been um, better story. You know.
1: Yeah, and um, we've talked about that for a while too. It's just it, the catalyst for this being it Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was hyped up so much to get people excited, and then it was such a dead drop, and it literally was just an excuse right. for for. New inventive stuff, which like is
0: this. it just was just wasn't a very compelling story. It was convoluted with all these ties in with the Justice League, and because
1: they didn't care. I don't think they cared. I think they just needed the device to figure out the how do we get the original content. Yeah, well, let's make an event out of it. I do let's just like make it, it work.
0: I do like how they tied it back to when Batman was sent back mm. in time. You know, by um oh Christ,
1: yeah, it's a name. Good luck.
0: it's a name um
1: i can't help you anywho it's uh, been so long literally since dark side thank you dark side he was
0: sent back in time by dark side where the evil god from dark knight's metal saw batman at that point and created this whole bat cult that Event. I mean this was the whole story behind Dark Knight Metal yeah. and it, it was just stupid you know Hawkman <laughs> is, Hawkman has been following it from his ancient early times and, sure uh, a... it's just dumb yeah. but out of that we got some cool stuff we sure did um, so this is a six issue mini um, we're on issue three uh, I'm collecting in issues I'm going to buy the trade too I just think it's awesome
1: it's dope yeah. it's sweet it's Batman Who Last number three for sure they've had some great Uh, variant covers for this too that are really awesome so check those out but right get it get it get it hot get it get it while it's hot oh
0: man i gotta tell you what's going on with me this week yeah please (sighs) tyler's
1: physically stretching
0: yeah okay okay monday all right i have to have a needle stuck in my goddamn eye why um i have a lasik or something no i have a chipped orbital socket
1: Oh, here. God. How and did you
0: do that? I got kicked in the face. When? Uh, a few years ago. And I never knew it was chipped until then this nerve right here, my eye continually twitches.
1: Oh, sure. And then that's how they figured it out. It's
0: getting way worse. And so I went to to I went to a neurologist because I thought it was neurological. Yeah. Finally, they discovered that it's chipped right here under my eyebrow.
1: And that's affecting the nerve.
0: Yeah. And it's the nerve's getting worse. So they got to do a Botox shot.
1: Oh, well, that's not, like, in your eyeball. No, it's in my eyebrow. Um, that's, you made it sound so much worse. I know. This is this is a bullshit story. It, no, it it's a real story. <laughs> well, I know it's a real story, but it's bullshit because it, I, I got it all worked up. Yeah. I thought you were, like, having LASIK or something. No,
0: so, but it is a big enough deal where they're like, make sure you have a driver with you. And I'm like, what?
1: Well, yeah, you're not going to be able to see. Why? It's going in my eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Botox is, I think it's probably going to have... An adverse effect for no a little idea. bit. No idea. And I'm like, so are you Puffy. putting me under for this or what, what's going on? And they're like,
0: no, not really. I'm like, okay. Why wouldn't they want me to? You know, I'm trying to figure out why I can't
1: drive. I think it's because if the Botox travels, yeah, it can it can get like and yeah, you it can was, like lose control. Of your right. 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 I don't know how that would affect your drive. I mean, it would make your eye close vision. Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. They're just trying to cover their bases so that you you don't uh, get on I-90 and then like yeah. crash and be like, well, they pumped me full of Botox so that I could drive. <laughs> uh, so I think kinda, they're just trying to prevent themselves from being sued. So
0: it's kind of a kind of, uh, little sketchy. Well, it's not sketchy. It's a normal procedure, I'm told. But I don't know. It's a little nerve-wracking, though. They're going to go in with this. I've never wanted Botox at all. And now they're <laughs> going to put it into my goddamn eyebrow.
1: While they're there, you should tell me give you a little here, a little yep. here. And yeah, just little, just tuck
0: it up a little. Yeah, bit, right? exactly. Just uh, we just, don't need to sag. I'm, I'm in
1: a little tight fish. Just tighten
0: it up a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Could you I look like a fish now? Yeah, yeah. like a filter fish.
0: Ah, uh, so that's what I got going on Monday.
1: uh sweet. How's your How's your week been, dude? My week has been. I
0: didn't even get into the store this week to buy comics.
1: Yep. My week has been really, really busy.
0: You guys, I haven't missed a Wednesday. If I do miss a Wednesday, I miss a. Th- I get it on Thursday uh, for my comics in years, and I didn't even get my comics till today. It's Saturday, um, February sixteenth, about twenty to seven at night, and I finally have my comics read. Finally which got you is, feel which is whole. the latest. I have read my comics. You feel for this complete.
1: Show. Yeah. No, my week was really nuts. Just because um, the flu has been making the rounds. Uh-huh. So, John got sick, and I covered for John on Sunday. That's
0: well, like a stomach bug, or has he got like influenza A kind of shit?
1: Like the lung stuff. So, <gasps> yeah. So, yeah,
0: I had that once.
1: Yeah. But uh, he got sick, so I had to cover for him. And then, luckily, um, David came in on Monday, but then Brian had to do something on Tuesday, so I had to go and come in on Tuesday. And then I go into my regular work week, and then Brian's been sick Friday, and Brian was sick today. And Dave's out of town. I've been doing the deposits and running all stuff, but I mean, you guys need a like a part-time employee,
0: no, um, just to like for fill-in stuff, right? Couldn't do it, uh, Dave. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, which I, I think you listen to this show, they'd Dave, want too much, Dave. They what? They'd want too much. They'd want too much. Yeah, like in terms of pay. Me, I wouldn't want nothing. <laughs> just comic books. I Wouldn't want anything. I just want. I just don't think you could. I mean. You have to pay minimum wage. We'll keep it under the radar, Dave. <laughs> under Brown, paper the radar. Brown paper bag money. Brown paper bag money.
1: No, it's just been hectic. But um, I kind of thrive under the, that kind of stuff because I used to DJ and I used to like I'm a big crowd kind of person. So high pressure situations and mm-hmm. like situations where there's a lot happening, right? My mind and my body kind of just fall into this zone where yeah. it just it just boom, it's go. Yeah. And like yeah, when there's nothing happening, that's yeah. where I'm kind of like, what do I do? Yeah, you know when there's a ton of things happening, I know exactly what to do, which is weird. Hmm. So I think it's kind of the gamer mentality, and me. sure, I can, I can I can concentrate on several things at once very easily.
0: Yeah, I I'm the exact opposite. Um, <laughs> you like the calm. less
1: the better. Yeah, I'm
0: a very chill out man. Hey, you know, kind of thing. dude to man. the dude to you, know, you see and,
1: that? Uh, did you see that uh, Super Bowl commercial with him? I think Stella so. Artois. Remind me again what it was. Uh, it was Well at first it was um, Sarah Jessica Parker No, no from, I haven't seen it From Sex and the City And she comes right. to this bar And they're like Cosmopolitan Cause that's what she used to Drink yep. in the show yep. And she's like No I think I'll have Stella, Stella Artois And everyone's like <gasps> What? <laughs> and then he comes in He's like Hey how's it going? And, and he's like, like White Russian Yeah you know, white Russian man He's like <laughs> No why don't you give me One name Stella Artois <laughs> Artois <laughs> who, who did Jeff Bridges? It's Jeff Bridges yeah Was it? Yeah Oh uh, man that's crazy And then they sit down Next to each other And he's like Yeah change Do a little good for you <laughs> The dude abides The dude abides The
0: dude abides Pretty funny uh, I love it when Sam Elliott's like You know where I come from No one would ever Give themselves a name Like the dude <laughs> The dude Um. Yeah I did not see that one The Super Bowl was Boring uh,
1: Boring Yeah it was really bad
0: And so um, And I didn't care about Either team So I was yeah. like Half invested in it Um. And Let's see What else is going on yeah, nothing else was exciting about it. The commercials were kind of funny, but not like awesome. They weren't like 90s awesome Super Bowl commercials, you right. know?
1: Yeah, even the halftime performance was oh lackluster. My
0: God, I hate Adam.
1: I don't mind Maroon 5, but I mean, for God's sakes, man, inject some life into this crowd. He
0: put a guitar on just for the sake of having a guitar on. Oh, he didn't even play it. Not really. I mean, he did do rock out a solo, but. You like
1: his tattoos? I don't know. Because it looks like he walked into a tattoo shop and was like hey give me page one of the flash sheet yes it does <laughs> like, it does California yeah. Tiger Talk. It does,
0: like, <laughs> you know, and you know who else reminds me that they're
1: like me. disconnected and disjointed in so many different yeah. ways, and they look terrible. Like, and it's, they're it, so stock.
0: It looks very Bieber esque, you know, like Justin Bieber covered himself in tattoos. Well, there's just like, no,
1: there's no originality to them. They're all just really stock.
0: Yes, they are you're right. They're off the wall flash tattoos. Oh, totally. And Sa- sailor Jerry kind of style. Oh, yeah. And um, which is you know, teach their own, but teach their own. Yeah. It just. Yeah, there was was no. I haven't seen Adam uh, without a shirt on before, so I I always knew he had arm tattoos. You never googled it? No. Oh Uh, come on! Thought you were
1: a bear. My,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my, (laughs) bi-curiousness. I. It goes only so far. I'm involved. Not involved. I'm. Yeah, I don't care about him. He's gross. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here, (laughs) I don't even know what I'm. Lost my train of thought. Sorry. (laughs) Got me all hot and bothered. Start to sweat. I'm starting to sweat. So um Wet. No. Okay. So you know, I knew he had tattoos, right? Because I've yeah. seen him on his shows before. Okay. But I had no idea um, about what was on his chest and all that. So when I saw the California tattoo, I just about threw up. <laughs> it's just like, what the <laughs> hell? It looks so dumb. It's just so standard. It's yeah. so it's so blase. Well, yeah, I think he. Uh, he started having some success in his band and first bit of money he got was just, He just blew it on tattoos and he just walked in and said, I want that, let it heal, came back, I want that, let it heal, come back. <laughs> yeah, I want a lion. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. If you know if you know me, I am also covered in tattoos, but mine are
1: odd and weird and... But they mean... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too existential about it. Mine like, mean mine, something mine to Mine mean a lot to yeah. me, yeah. I have a an
0: owl on my arm for your daughter for my daughter yep tim jewel at uh, permanent addiction thanks bud oh nice yeah
1: is he gonna write us a check i
0: don't know i don't think he has any money (laughs)
1: pretty sure he doesn't
0: (laughs) well he has some of your money he tattoos in sioux falls he doesn't (laughs) um
1: i'm kind of i don't have any tattoos Mm -hmm. uh but i'm of that mindset if i'm gonna get one right or get some or get any uh it's got to I don't know. It's got to be, like, unique. It's got to be something for me. You need it, to put some thought into it. Well, you know? right. It's going to be something where if, if I get it done, I don't want to look at it a year or two down the road and go, yeah. what the hell? What is yeah. It? Why? Why? Why did I do that? So, you know, um, my brother and I started taekwondo together
0: when we were little kids, and we still both love martial arts. He can't do it anymore. He's got a bad back. But, you know, it's always been a really big part of us. And in the, it's a Korean martial art. So he's got Korean characters on his back going down his back that say Indomitable Spirit which is one of the five tenets of Taekwondo and you know at first you're like oh Asian characters yeah it's so trendy but when you know the history behind it and why he has I mean them something and, to him yeah. yeah exactly I thought that was such a cool tattoo mm,
1: let me think I'm gonna get I don't know I'm gonna get Jack Burton tattooed on my bicep nice <laughs> Nice. Solid. Solid that, <laughs> that rocks, dude. Yeah, that's sick. That is Metal. a sick tattoo, man. Sick. Um, Give me your best shot, pal. i yeah. take it.
0: I've learned you know, I've got I've gotten uh I've had one cover up. Uh oh. What'd you cover up? Uh, it said Jennifer.
1: Who's <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer? Your ex wife? Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Why I- would you do that? That's just asking to get
0: It was I think our first anniversary probably
1: so the your one year and you're like i'm gonna get you tattooed on me, on me our baby. first
0: wedding anniversary yeah
1: oh wow
0: yeah um
1: not and, calling you an idiot or anything i'm just i'm just saying like
0: well and the funny thing is i left it after we got divorced because i just like you know what i don't care yeah um, it didn't but, bother me and then i remember one day this is long before i met my wife my current wife you know uh uh
1: did you tattoo her, her name on you somewhere no, I haven't. Um, <laughs> Let's not do that. My <laughs> not that. Not that. I'm just saying. It's. it's I was out, never a good thing to try. I was
0: out in the boat with my dad. Took my shirt off, and he goes, "What the hell is that on your arm?" <laughs> and I said, "I said, okay, so I've. I." He didn't mean that. Like, I have a tattoo on my arm. No. he knows I have tons of tattoos. No, he, he just, meant. He why meant why that name. That? And I was already long divorced, right? And I said, "Dad, I just missed her so much. I had to. I had to get it." Yeah. <laughs> And he, his, I think he believed me for a second. His face got so white. Yeah. He was just, and then, and then he realized I was kidding. And he you could said, always just
1: say you're a big like Friends fan. You could. It's Aniston.
0: Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> uh, so then, um, she won't return my. He phone says, calls. "What will it take to get that cu- off?" Wow. And I said, I don't know, a few hundred bucks. You know, for a cover up." And yeah, um, good one. Yeah, and I still didn't do it. And then when I met my wife and we were just early dating, she said, "You know, if this is gonna go on." You and I—that
1: has to go. <laughs> so, so you busted out the butter knife. You started scraping. Uh, <laughs> it was a spoon. Oh yeah, don't. No, I just dug it out. I, um, sure. I would
0: have. So no, I've I got it covered up, and I have bamboo on there now. It's <clears throat> covered up with bamboo. That's cool. You have yeah. a
1: panda to go with it. I want one. You should get a panda. I do God, that would be a cool tattoo. Would you ever get a skull tattoo? No. I yeah maybe not. And our listeners, I mean like not a skull skull, but like on your skull <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> D- to answer that question uh, my wife told me i can get whatever anywhere tattoo I you want yeah just not in the face
0: just not above my collarbone yeah so and which well, makes sense i mean
1: professionally yeah
0: yeah i mean for those that know me i i teach middle and high school art and so it just wouldn't it it would may work i mean i have a, i have tattoos on my fingers and you know my i was hired that way my bosses knew that so they'd it's not a problem, right? Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling if I had a tattoo on my head, um, I think it might,
1: it might raise affect, some flags with them. Right. And you're, you're not post Malone, yeah.
0: I think that um, parents of students would actually care more than my my boss. But
1: sure, you know, uh, agreed. When they come to parent teacher conferences yeah. and you've got Jennifer Aniston on your head, do you know the de- <laughs> <laughs> just her face right on the back of my head. <laughs>
0: Just bow. I'm a big Friends fan. She was my favorite friend. Rachel. Rachel. (laughs) just says Rachel. I'm such a Rachel.
1: Anyway. I'm just uh, looking for my Ross. You know what would be (laughs)
0: hilarious? (laughs) We were on a break. Yeah. That's that's funny. Um, No. um, When I am with my wife, people are like, they they don't um, think too much about me. But when I walk alone or when I'm seen out in public without her, I think people are more intimidated by me. You know what I mean? Um, with the tattoos? Yeah, the tattoos, bald head. And be- well, for a I while, it's like, the a big sol-
1: beard. I think it's a social perception. Yeah,
0: but when I am with my wife, I think people just they don't see that as much because they're like, oh, she's she's normal. She's yeah. She's got
1: him corralled. <laughs> or you know, I've never been a person to judge anybody anybody by how they look and how they are I've, yeah. I've I've always judged people by their actions and Oops. the way they the way they comport themselves yeah Um if they don't pass the just the standard person test are you do you seem like a good person then,
0: are you yeah are you yeah, they, are you a piece of you know right
1: then you, you, I don't really need to talk to you right but you know if they comport themselves they're intelligent or if they're they just they're genuinely nice or you know whatever yeah I mean I don't care yeah, you're black, white. You got tattoos. You got Jennifer Aniston tattooed on your face. You know, face straight, whatever. Man. You know, if okay, like as long as you're a good
0: person, that's cool. I may be a good person, but if I had Jennifer Aniston tattooed on You'd my be face, the perfect. Person. You would laugh your ass. If I came in one day and dude, and it just says Aniston right on my head, <laughs> right across, right over my ear, so right?
1: sick. This ballsy get a, dude. I'm gonna get a Pee Wee Herman bow tie tattooed mm-hmm. on my chest. Mm-hmm. So. That would rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would rock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, word, word of the day is awkward. That's, that's a callback to last episode. Yeah, go check that one. Uh, Paul S- Rubin. Still fight you. Go ahead. I, You want to defend his uh, his charge his honor? of indecent <laughs> exposure? That's okay. I'll I'm not going to argue up.
1: with you about it. Word of the day is put it in the past. <laughs> the past is the past, okay? Yeah, you're damn right. Um. Hey. Hey. What's going on with Mr. Kirkman this week in Oblivion Song? Dude, Oblivion Song. Number is, twelve. Um, I would say anybody who's a Walking Dead fan I thought this was ending the series as I was getting closer to the end. Hell no. I was like it just felt
0: like it was wrapping up.
1: It's just it's putting to bed the second chapter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but honestly, if anybody who's a fan of like The Walking Dead and, and um not maybe not a fan of how slow it kinda got in yeah. terms of the book, um, which I'll defend on that, too, because they paid their dues for 15 years of publishing to um, be slow. Yeah. They can be so, – excuse me. Uh, you gave me the burps now. Dang mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, they paid their dues for 15 years. They can afford to be slow. This book cannot afford to be slow. It has not to move. Yet, not yet. Yeah, It has to move at a breakneck, breakneck pace. and. It is amazing. I mean, the the amount of story that is covered in each issue is right. is astounding. Yeah. So and how much we learn in each one and how much the characters grow in each issue is awesome. So just a quick
0: recap: Nathan went into the Oblivion. He to did. To get his brother Ed back, brought yes. him back, and then they brought a piece of the Oblivion back to our world again.
1: Uh, his brother Ed did it. Ed activated it while they were stealing back this device. Yes. And he thought he was like. I'm saving these people yep. by giving them a new world and he's like, "No, you idiot, like you're not we can't give these people a choice, like or, yep. you know, we can't force them."
0: So, what's happened now is Nathan and Ed are back in their own worlds. This where this issue starts and um but there's still creatures from There's a few left. Few left in our world and It was about
1: like four blocks yep. or something like that.
0: Yep. And so, it's kind of about just making amends with each other because at the end of the last issue and previous issues, they were pissed at each other. They Both of them they have come. the same point of view but from the opposite way. I mean, they're both saying, no, I belong here, you belong here, and the other one thinks the same thing.
1: Well, and that's the biggest thing about this book is um, the psychology of it and, like, the debating and, like, sociology thing of, like, this other world exists? Do we acknowledge and let the general public know that this other world exists? Do we give them a a choice to go there? Mm-hmm. Can they go there? And if they go there, can they come back? I mean, there's so many variables and so many options. And which one's right, which one's wrong? I mean, honestly, Ed and Nathan are both right in their respective choices yeah. but they're both wrong too they I mean, can't
0: but they just can't force that on to the other one which no. is what they're trying to do well, and
1: they can't force that on the public either and they can't force that on everyone who lives in earth yeah. and everyone who lives in oblivion it's it's crazy it's mind-boggling one, when you really think about it
0: one of the fun things about this issue is ed's old girlfriend who's with another guy now she's bummed that Ed went back to the oblivion without her cuz she wanted to get out of her relationship. She wanted she wanted what Ed has, you know, he's finally start. at peace, you know, he's finally happy with his life even though it's in a completely different universe. Um so uh Nathan makes that happen, spoiler alert. Um
1: Yeah, by the end of the issue he takes her to oblivion, which yep. that is causing some um some drama in oblivion because Yes. Ed had a new Ed kind has of a fling new, there. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I wouldn't say fling, but he had a woman that he was, they were kind of romantically involved because he'd been there for a decade. Yep, exactly. Um, so bringing her there is like, uh-oh. That
0: girl that's been with Ed in the oblivion, Trouble in she, paradise. She looked not... Happy to yes. see the
1: new lady. Yeah, she looked a little
0: Just Or the old lady, I should say. Right. Um, we also find out that uh, Benjamin is having troubles. He was one of the first guys that was brought back to Earth from the Oblivion, and he's been helping Nathan um, work on this machine to get people back. And he's been sending Nathan over there and, and monitoring him. He's been he's been helping him under the radar. Um, but since now the FBI has found out about all this stuff. Uh, Benjamin is, um, he wants to go back to the Oblivion. Um, and he did go back for a little bit when all, uh, when Ed turned the machine on in the last couple issues.
1: Yeah, he was there, but but he realized that that wasn't the place for him. Uh, he started helping citizens and getting them away from the beasts. And yeah. The biggest storyline on his is he started a relationship with a woman in Oblivion yep. who's now back in Earth and she's back with her husband from Earth. Yes, and that is really hard for him because right. they spent a decade together in oblivion. But now that she's back, she's back with her husband, and the try the triangle there is crazy. I don't
0: like, remember. Does the husband know she had a relationship with Benjamin? Yeah, he does. Okay.
1: he does now. She he didn't for a while because they were like seeing each other secretly. Yep, and then he she finally put the nail in the coffin and said, "I can't see you anymore. I'm back with." Whatever his name is Like I couldn't remember but Because they only said his name Like once Yeah He's guys. never really talked Other than like this no. Yeah <laughs> You know And Ooh. so uh,
0: Benjamin shows up At their house And the husband's Looking like What's um, oh, his name Is not Benjamin It's Duncan I'm not uh, Benjamin's the husband There you go Thank you I'm dumb But uh, <laughs> you know me and names Names and stuff Duncan um, He wants to talk with her And he says I'm gonna leave you alone um, And she says I'll always love you you don't always worry about you.
1: And that was a nice thing in this book. We put that side storyline to bed. It seems like he's come to terms with, I understand you're going to be with your husband. Just know that I love you and I care about you. And I'm around. Well, I always, need me.
0: I always felt that was the the thing that pulled at the heartstrings from Castaway when Tom Hanks came back. Oh, God. You know, and he came back to find his love and she had married somebody. They weren't married before he went to the island, but still.
1: No, but they were the, they were the love of each other's lives. Yeah. And they had to... She she made a like there's a point in the film if you haven't seen Castaway then screw off uh, it's, it's amazing <clears throat> Tom Hanks it's, it's an awesome. amazing movie and it's been like 20 years old so, you know getting alert.
0: In, getting into this um, you know but that's this, that's method? the same
1: story like, the yes. same kind of like ideas two worlds existing this you know. method
0: acting that tom hanks did for it i read that he didn't bathe for three months he didn't cut his hair he didn't lost shave. like 80 pounds right he gained a bunch of weight to start the movie so then he could just lose it so it'd be more of a dramatic look Ugh. and um yeah so apparently other people on set
1: couldn't even be near him because he smelled so bad but but yeah and then she can't even face him and then she, he kind of goes to her place and takes his car which is his car right before he got yeah he lost. took his car back from her and then she chases him down and they have this moment that they i love you yep and then she gets in the car and he says you have to go home you have to go back in yeah you have to go home i'm gonna take you home yeah like, we can't be together yeah. that was the past Yep. you have a family now and yeah and so it, wasn't
0: ju- it wasn't just that she made um
1: a choice to be with someone else they, they got she, she got married dead. They had family they right had, yeah, exactly. And, she thought he was dead. Exactly. I mean he cannot blame her. He cannot blame him. He cannot be angry at anyone. No. It, that's what's so tough about a, it. It's Is just it, a shit situation. It just rips him, you
0: know, rips his heart and and there's there's no way around I mean it's not like anyone did anything to anyone else it's just no. the way life happened
1: I love the ending of that movie too because he's standing at the crossroads yep just four, four, all four directions north south east west and yep. that lady drives by yep who made the symbol yep. that he was kind of that, that was he's his, that was his kind of totem you know what I yeah because like he's
0: his... he's of the mindset because he worked for a postage company was you know package always gets there so he brings her the package
1: and at the end of the movie she drives off into the distance he notices the symbol on her car yep and then the end of the movie is him kind of looking in each of the directions, and he kind of looks in the direction of the car. Fade to black. That's yep. the yep. That's the end of the movie. Which like, way he's going to go? Which way did he go? Yep. I'm assuming he chased the lady down and, yeah. you know, and gave her the package, and he was living heavily ever after with that lady. Yep, exactly. That's my perfect Tom Hanks castaway ending. So
0: Duncan makes his way to a basically a survivors anonymous meeting yeah it's oblivion cool. survivors meeting it's called um and it's huge like there's so many people there's there. so many like at least 50 people in this room um so that would be
1: like this, really relieving to this me is to his like...
0: step towards healing towards putting it behind him yeah towards being okay with being back home he doesn't want to have any more ptsd he doesn't
1: want to he doesn't want to have more. this these um visions of going back and or not going back right. and all this other stuff, yeah.
0: Yep. So jumps to Ed being back in oblivion with his lady and um, cut to Nathan showing up again in oblivion with... Um, his ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend, Ed's ex-girlfriend. She wants to be home. She gives Ed this huge hug and she doesn't realize that she's stepping on someone's toes there. Yeah. Because you can see the scowl off of big boobs there. <laughs> I can't think of a name <laughs> Uh, She's just stacked (laughs) Scowl off of big boobs (laughs) Oh man Uh, But she's got a butch haircut She's really ugly You know Wow She's got a butter face She's a comic book character Yeah but why did the After Linker look so mannish then?
1: Well we said before That the artist who does this um, Draws male faces very well And kind of Loses it In terms All his females look pretty Cookie cutter
0: His females are butt ugly (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not complaining because he's such a good artist. No, really, yeah. In other aspects. Um, So Nathan makes his way back to New York um, where um, he goes to the wall. It's kind of like the The Vietnam uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall. And it's got everyone's names on it that were lost in the uh, oblivion. And he um, basically chisels out his brother's name that was on there because he's not lost anymore. He's been found.
1: He's been found and he's home. He's where he needs to be.
0: Which is why – I thought this was going to be the end of the book because we have this nice two-page spread of all these names and then Edward Cole is scratched out. And then it's not over yet. He's arrested for um, basically his involvement in all I this. Creating he, this machine. Yep. Um, Who is, then at the very end of the book we see this guy who's got a machine around his neck, a collar this of was, some sort.
1: This was literally the first survivor that Nathan ran into and this guy brought him to Ed. Oh, you remember okay. that? yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, this guy's now we're in Oblivion again to end this book. Uh he's on a table being like tortured. Yep. And this collar like,
0: shocks him for yeah.
1: information and it looks like some giant alien sentient being yeah. is torturing him for information. Yeah, it's a being from the Oblivion but which they have not encountered in intelligent life, in terms of like no, this is the first being, and it, I don't know how intelligent though. It's it's obviously well, it's intelligent. It's running a it's running a ship, and there's another one in the background. There's three of them. There's another yeah. One there's the another one over there. They're running a ship, and it's it's trying to understand English. Yep, because because it, it repeats. So the
0: prisoner he says, he's coughing. He says, please, please let me see my family, and the uh, creature says. See, yeah,
1: it's trying to mimic what he's saying, you know, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's highly intelligent. I mean, they're running a ship, boom, it's over. Yeah, Um, so uh, let's see what happens. I'm I'm down,
0: yeah. So, sec, this was the second arc. Um, I'm gonna start collecting this in trade too because, like Walking Dead, I have a thing this would read better in a little bit larger chunks.
1: I think it reads great in issues, do you? Awesome. No, every issue is awesome. It's jam packed with um, action, Content. like every one of them. Content, side stories, side characters. Right, right. Advancing, um, people are. Yeah, I love it. So why love don't it. you talk for
0: "Gunning for Hits"?
1: Uh, I hadn't gotten through issue two yet, but uh, "Gunning for Hits." I don't know if we ever talked about issue number one. Um, this is by a, a guy named. No, we were um, we were going to, and then something came up where something. Came um, up. We weren't able to make out And you stopped calling me um. And you never sent flowers <laughs> uh, This is written by a guy Named Jeff Roggeve. Uh Jeff Roggevy A little history about him He used to be a music producer uh, In the 80s And uh. he worked with Big names like David Bowie And things like that uh, And guys like You know that stature So he knows His way around the music industry But he also went to art school Before he became A music producer Yeah So going to art school He realized that He can't draw And he sucks at it <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said That's in his the story. Af- yeah, his afterward. I read the f- afterward on it. What? A waste re- of money going to art school. He realized that he sucks at drawing. He can't do it. You
0: know, in uh, somebody who's got an art degree drawing what is also my um area that I need to work on the most. Sure. You know, and it's it, it suck, you know, when I went to school and all of my classmates mates were like drawing they were just like that was like their natural thing. Uh, yeah, some people just it,
1: yeah, and I'm yeah. going,
0: oh, God, this is hard for me. And the, and it kind of feels like, what the hell am I doing here? I can't even draw, and I'm going to try and get an art degree, you know? Right, But I hear you.
1: I made it. Yeah, and uh, he did not. Mm-hmm. He left that, um, understood that that wasn't for him. Right. But he had this idea that he wanted to do a comic book, um, but it, uh, that kind of trickled and and went on for a decade of just having this idea for this comic about music production. Yeah. And he just thought... No, who'd ever want to read a book about music producer? No one. Cool. And then he saw, he was at some like French bookshop and he found a comic book that had been going for like 30 years about the IRS. <laughs> and he said, Well, if somebody can make a comic about the IRS and for let it go for 30 years. years I can make this book. So he shopped sure. it around to different places. He went to a couple cons. He finally settled on an artist, and he found a home at Image, mm-hmm. and he went with a book about a music producer. And it's edgy. It's fun. It's sexy. It's cool. It's hip. And I really like it. I um, bought issue
0: one, which yeah. on the cover is a character that looks um, like David Bowie. Yep. Um, and now issue two, um, I just wasn't you know, caught... Up in it enough to want to keep going. Um, I love the idea. I love the um, story behind it and all this kind of stuff. It's just I wasn't. It it just didn't catch my sure. attention, which wasn't is weird it. because I am such a music fan and and you know. Yeah, I thought you producing. would be perfect for. So this I bought book. issue one and i maybe I will have to reread it and then uh, pick up issue two. I don't know. Um, you're about halfway through it. You think? Yeah. Did is it going good?
1: Oh, yeah. It's a very wordy book, but I like that about Rogue V is um, he's he's got a a big story to tell and Uh a big vocabulary. And it's cool because he's using his life experience as a music producer to push the book and push the narrative. And he's giving you like secrets, like little tidbits of, you know, it's I would say it's quasi
0: autobiographical just
1: because it's probably using experiences that he's had in like awkward situations or like how he's come over just different. Um, different things with signing artists and you know secrets of the trade and he's woven it into a a cool narrative yeah and like I said it's hip it's sexy it's fun it's gunning for hits grab it issue number two is out now see if you can find issue number one try it for yourself it's totally different than anything we've ever read it is it is it is and that's I think why I like it so much because it is so oddly out there
0: well yeah it's it's real life it is not a um, fantasy yeah it's not a fantasy at all it's not horror it's not sci-fi is this just fantasy speaking of which that movie is out on blu-ray um is it good a well you i haven't seen it yet oh, okay. um but bohemian rhapsody get out there pick it up um a huge queen fan so oh, me too yeah
1: um i haven't seen the movie me either, either so i, I kinda, my mom said it was really good
0: i don't really go to a lot of movies in the theater anymore um I'm going to go see... Having a baby at home makes it tough, but...
1: Yeah, and you're not going to be one of those people who brings a baby into a theater.
0: No, I, I have too much respect for moviegoers. I mean, it, when you go to a movie, especially something that was a big blockbuster or something even waited for, like, a Star yeah. Wars premiere, or a... Why do you have your two-year-old here? Right, why ruin it for everybody that, you know, that, especially going to the theater, it's so expensive. Yeah, and you're so, just going to
1: wreck it for yourself, too. Because exactly. you're going to have to take your baby to the bathroom and change it, yep. and, like, what are you yep. doing? Yeah,
0: exactly, so... Um, funny story, one night we were going to go to this movie <laughs> when it came out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so ha, ha. you said funny story. I thought I should laugh to help you out. My, We were going to go to this movie, to, to Bohemian Rhapsody, and got my mom lined up to babysit. We left my mom's house, and we both go, should we just go home and watch TV? <laughs> and, so we went home. We, we watched TV on our couch. And then we, like, after a while, we're like,
1: okay, let's go get the baby. You just wanted free time. It, That's all. You know, and That's we all both. That's all both, it boiled after down the,
0: to. After the baby was with my mom, we both were like, yeah, I don't really want to go to the movie. Let's just go home. And so it was really, it was hilarious because then when we told my mom, because unfortunately my mom didn't have a good time because the baby was really upset the whole time. So, when we told my mom we didn't think it would be any big deal, I could tell she was pissed.
1: I'll bet that we didn't even go like, out. What the hell? Yeah. God, I just spent two hours. Yeah. You're a hellion. Yeah. Kind of. But, I mean, honestly, sometimes you just want some free time. That yeah. That's it. You just want some, like, no responsibility time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and I get so, it, man. I don't know. And I don't have kids yet, but I, I get it. Um, I do want
0: to touch on Conqueror Worm. Yes, Um, Sarah. um, (laughs) I was about to say Sarah again. Clara (laughs) Meath. uh, She was just in the store just a little bit ago. Yes, she Um, was. We had her for our
1: artist pop-up. Yeah, tell us
0: uh, tell us how that went today.
1: It was great. Uh, I was too busy to like get over and uh, really you know uh, help her out with it, but I was definitely sending customers her way uh, most slash all of the day, and uh, she seemed happy. she moved some stuff. She got her name and you know out there to new people, and uh, it was nice because we had her here, and it was awesome. It's just awesome to have her. So yeah, she's really talented, and um, I think she has a bright future in comics. And um, she works her butt off on this stuff, man. Oh like, yeah, she's a hustler too. I like, mean, or, I mean,
0: she's just moving like yeah, working. like work, work, work. Well,
1: that's the thing. Like if she's not sleeping or eating she's working like she's just that's her head is in the game 100% her
0: series that she works on is um, in the Stabbity Bunny universe yep Um, it's called Shadowplay Play. but this is her own um, kind of uh, labor of love based on the Edgar Allan Poe poem The Conqueror Worm and she's just put her own artwork to the poem itself there's no other dialogue in here just the lines from the poem yes and I cannot wait to read this it looks so cool
1: yeah, she's stellar, she's awesome, she's super talented, and um, she's working on something else that she told me she couldn't talk about at this yep. point in time, yep. which is exciting, because generally that means it's something that's got to be kept, on, did, kept did under wraps. Did she rats. tell you what it was? No.
0: Okay. Because when I was on the phone with her, when we did our interview a month ago or so, same thing, she was alluded to it, she's like, but I can't talk about it. am like,
1: yep. why did you bring it up? Because <laughs> it's... Cause, it's You're working on a project, you but know, I and mean? you can't say anything. Yep. yep. No, it's it's totally cool. Like I get it from coming from the you know, the industry. I understand. There's things that you just can't say. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it was really funny because it was immediately after the phone call with um, something that I'm trying to line up for our show that I can't talk about yet. You can't talk about it. Well, we we don't have anything concrete anyway. So. You can't talk about it. I know. Okay. So <laughs> uh, conqueror worm, if you um, like, we talked about last week. Go out to her Instagram. Um, Clairemuth, is it art? Clairemuth art. That's her.
1: Art of Clara Meath is yeah, kind of where she has Facebook. a lot of her stuff. Um but honestly she's big on Instagram. If you just Google Clara Meath, you're gonna find all of her stuff. M E A T H. Yep. M E A T H and Clara's C L A R A.
0: Yeah. And um you know, if you wanna support somebody and it, out there doing independent comic books, you know, buy buy an issue. It's it's so
1: Yeah, I mean this conqueror uh, room awesome. she she got uh, she went through Kickstarter on it it was funded and she just got done shipping it all out so yeah, she, she was happy
0: she was leery about like okay is this gonna take off and she made her goal like right away yeah which is awesome
1: yeah it just shows that people love that kind of stuff people love original uh, creativity and yeah. that's what she's doing so yep awesome
0: um, A- applause to her thank applause you applause to Clara
1: hello Clarice
0: <laughs> it's good to <laughs> see hello <you>. Clara Meath <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello, Clatter <laughs>
0: I'm going to make sure she listens to this episode. That's her you shout gotta, yeah. That's her shout-out. You
1: got to time stamp it and be like, hey, go in, 43, 57. No, it's
0: 59 minutes, 47 seconds. 59:47. Right, 59, 47, go in. Listen to it. Volume all the way up. <laughs> the- Hello, Clatter <laughs> Uh Rat Queens came out. I skipped it. I know. I, I want to love it, but I just- um, there's too much else out there. It was so good for so long and
1: now it's it's just... It just feels like a chore to buy it. It's it's a chore to follow the yeah. story. So... I feel like we're coming to the same point where the um, volume one kind of tapered off in where it's just like... And it fizzled out. Yeah. I and think then they came
0: back with a bang.
1: Right. I think... I think the writer just kind of gets stuck in a rut of like, well, what do I do with these characters? Yeah. You know? And do I, I just, take
0: these seriously. Do I not? What I liked about the second volume is that, um, each issue was kind of a adventure of the month kind of thing. Um, you know, a Scooby-Doo kind of thing with these girl D and D characters. Right. And so the, it's becoming more of a um, serialized thing instead. That it's trying so,
1: to get some drama in it, trying yeah. to get some uh, gravity with these characters. And, and I mean, it worked for a little bit, but I think, I think it's just kind of stalling out. It is okay. I hate so, to say that about about a, about a book I I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. But. Um.
0: There is one cool portion here. Um. Is that we find out that Braga's brother is the Nemesis in this issue. Cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. There. I'm just like that's yeah. I mean yeah. Orc Dave gets tortured? Whoa, whoa, don't torture Orc Dave. Yeah. I like Orc Dave. He's fucking cool.
0: Right? Um and then we um see at the end where the fleshling or whatever they call him finds out that that's his sister that he's been torturing. Oops. Oops. Yeah. My bad. My bad
1: yeah i you know i'll eventually probably pick this up in trade or just get it give it a, list, a read later but it's kind of fallen off my radar there's just too many other things to concentrate on i wouldn't say this isn't a good book no it's just i uh, i think i loved it real hard and my love for it was so high yeah. that i was expecting so much out of it and, and then, then yeah.
0: yeah i mean we we were both like this is awesome we love rat queens yeah
1: um And then that's why I'm going to
0: stick with it, because, you know, I can see where a lot of people that we've talked about have a problem with Walking Dead, um, feeling like it's stalling out. Um, But yet we like it so much. that like, no, it's not. It's just, you know, it's on an even keel right now. Right. And I don't know. I feel like we got for me. I like this story. I like the writer. I like the artist. Um, I just got to give them time to figure it out. I mean, this is issue 14, so I've been following this volume for, you know, a year and a couple months. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm, I'm still with it for a while. Uh, I'll keep you informed, people, since JP is going to take a break for a while.
1: I am going to take a break on that. I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be back on it at some point. Uh-huh. So, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would say give Rat Queens a <laughs> shot, especially volume one. Volume one is still one of the best um, – like fantasy D, you know dungeons and dragons i think there was three of, volumes of that earth I, I just read like three volumes that that, that that first arc yeah you know it was really stellar and then volume one or volume two started off with a bang and yep. then tapered off into what we're at now but still i would highly suggest people go out and try it
0: uh-huh um, one of my
1: favorite was uh that uh that rat queen's one shot where it was like cyberpunk
0: yeah, that was cool. I love that. I thought that was awesome. That was cool. The other one shot I liked was the Orc Dave one.
1: Orc Dave one was really cool. That was I, fun. I thought some of the one shots out of the this volume two or the We're, second yep, part yep. of the second season or revival has been have been really strong.
0: Uh-huh. But yeah. So those are the books I read this week. Um, I also uh, read Quantum, or I will be reading Quantum Age, uh, like I said, Jeff Lemire book. And of course, um, my regular... You know, um, mainstream books, Detective Comics, Batman. Um, Detective Comics is well on its way to issue 1000. Coming up. It's coming a couple more it, issues.
1: Uh, about a little over a month away from issue 1000.
0: Uh-huh. So, countdown begins. Why, it's already begun on 994. They yep. started doing this countdown thing on the covers. And now we're at 998. <clears throat> I'm kind of excited yeah, it's gonna I'm, be awesome. I'm big time excited. I mean this this comic book has been going on for 80 years, and you know Batman is you know my great grandfather knows who Batman is.
1: I, everybody knows who Batman is, right? And that's
0: <laughs> and that's, that's crazy. Yeah, you know it what is. I mean. In in a hobby like ours, and to have a character that's so widely known. I mean, yeah, you can criticize the series lately on how they've been written and how they've been drawn and stuff like that, but My God, how many Batman movies and TV shows, and you know,
1: based on this stuff, you know, everlasting, baby.
0: It is, yeah, everlasting,
1: yeah. But uh, if you wanted to. Read or pick up any of the books that we talked about on today's show. You may do so at Rainbow Comics, Cards and Collectibles at 3310 South Minnesota Avenue in beautiful Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Or if you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, go on down to 1501 Pine Lake Road, Suite 17. See Tim and the guys down there. And we're always open 24 hours a day on the World Wide Web, rainbowcomicsandcards.com. Always open. I've come by here and it says closed we're always open online okay. 24 hours online. a day twenty four so if
0: i go you know what you should have is you know sometimes when you go to like a a, a credit card site or an insurance site and like you can chat with somebody yeah to get your problem resolved we do it's have called it? a facebook page oh that's not that's not what i'm talking about i mean because <laughs> when i go on there and i have a problem with something i want jp on there responding back to me what's up brother what's up huh what's up homie mm-hmm.
1: uh i mean i pretty much do that we have the facebook available yeah um as long as I see the message, sometimes I just don't get to it. But uh, Dave and I both look at the the messenger, and generally we'll get back to you within an hour. Do you guys have a mailing service? Like, you know, if I wanted to buy my comics
0: from Midtown Comics in New York City, uh, I could. Yeah, and they would mail it out. They put it in my box there, and they'd mail it out to me. But uh, as
1: long as you're willing to pay shipping, then yes, huh. we don't we don't have a cut in terms of like postage. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's expensive to ship comics because you have to pack them well and they have yep. to go priority yep. because you, these places that try and get away with media mail, yep. that's going to work until it doesn't because you can't actually legally send comics media mail because okay. they're not media. They contain ads. Oh. Media mail is for books, novels, yeah, things like Music, that. Yeah, Music, yeah. Music, yeah, exactly. It's for things that are awkwardly sized and overly heavy for what they actually are. Yeah books you know what i mean yeah. novels things yeah. like, like what we just talked about yep but comics have ads that's that's, that's not interesting media. i
0: didn't know that because so of if the ads, they ads excludes them yeah
1: because they're selling it's monetization they're selling something yeah um books aren't technically really selling something music you, you've already bought in it you yeah the mean? product itself um, yeah. yeah so it's a it's a technicality thing yeah. and 99 times probably nine hundred ninety nine thousand times out of uh, you know, be a fine. million. It'll be, be fine. But that one time, they're going to rip your package open just to check, and it's going to be comics, and you're going to lose them. Yeah, that sucks. It's just, you know what I mean. So be prepared. If if you're ordering five to six books, it's probably going to be five to five to ten dollars to ship them, just because it has to be a media mailbox and media mail, or I'm sorry, a priority mailbox. And the priority mail starts at a pound.
0: You know, I do, obviously I don't use the website because I I shop here. um in well, yeah, person we so. If I, I don't so I don't know how it works. I mean, can someone go on there and say, put this in my box?
1: On the website, you can. There's literally like checkout, like put things in the cart, checkout, pay, pay oh. shipping, all that stuff. Oh, sweet. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So that's all available for you. Uh, Facebook, you can call, whatever. Yeah. I mean, we'll take carry over the phone. We'll run the card. We can PayPal over the card over the phone. We can pay. It doesn't matter, man. Whatever you got, as long as it's an accessible form payment. I used to be I'll so
0: excited it. because I at one point had box number ten real low number yeah and i moved away gave up the box came back had to get a different number now you box 33 now i'm box 33 brother i'm box like 112 are you but i got a double box yeah well i mean <laughs> you know if you put a lot of crap in there and there's a lot of stuff in there
1: yeah mine
0: <laughs> mine uh, i try to keep it Cleaned out. If I do put stuff in there, um, I feel really guilty. It's in there, right? Uh, it's just the way I am. Because I'm like, somebody's going to want to buy that, and I'm hiding it, right? Because I don't have enough money. Your hobbit hole, right? And especially no, if it's you. a, you know, a high, uh, high end item, or that somebody really wants. And I so I try like... to buy
1: mine right away. I don't really utilize my box uh, like some people do, but. Well, and uh, we're pretty lenient on it. I mean, we're on an honor system. As long as you come in and we know you and we know you're going to buy your stuff. Yep.
0: Hey, man, but your, what your box is your box. What it works good is that um, I used to be able to come to the store right when it opens, get my comics off the shelf before some of those Wednesday warriors took them all. Mm-hmm. But lately I haven't been able to. So I can shoot you a little text saying, put something cool in my box if there's anything. you know, Yeah, and, then, and
1: I got you, homie. Yeah, and it's there. Yep. But yeah, that was today's episode, guys. This week's episode, not today's. We don't do them yeah. daily. That would be arduous. Doing a daily podcast would have to be a full time job. Yes, you know, and you'd have to live together.
0: Um. <laughs> well, what if we just had a studio where we went to work?
1: You know, what yeah, I, mean? I guess. Yeah, if we if we could figure out a way to do
0: that. I, you know, it's still my dream is to have a studio. You know, you've been talking about that too. Like, I don't know. It just would make everything. A lot more streamlined, and you know, we could, like we've talked about, source it out to other people to do recordings there. that we can generate an income from it, and then make this little podcast with more love the little and podcast
1: that could. This little podcast that could. Okay, I think that's time to go. Yes,
0: bye anyway, guys. For Thank you so much. Grab comics, this is the self proclaimed king of comics. Tyler and saying goodnight with my buddy JP the new beard slash pretty boy of comics later bye